welcome back to my podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about something that I've been learning in school. Neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is basically the brain's ability to learn, improve and change. Neuroplasticity helps us remember things and it also helps us to learn things. Now you might have heard that the brain is what helps us remember by keeping memories either in short term memory or long term memory. But actually, how do these memories even form? It's not like the brain just gets them by post, right? Neuroplasticity helps. Neuroplasticity makes the memories and then well kind of like mails them to the brain so that they can choose whether to keep them in short term memory or in long term memory so that we can remember them for a long time neuroplasticity can also depend on your age and experience like if you're really really good in bike riding so you enter a competition then your bo- brain and body knows how to ride a bike from experience because i mean how would you get so good although if you stop riding a bike for a really long time your neural connections will get weaker and weaker but the more you practice bike riding the stronger your neural connections get so have you ever heard of brain cells called neurons you know they travel around the brain well those neurons are carrying information constantly around the brain and using that information that's how your connections get stronger and stronger each time you ride a bike It can also not only be related to bike riding but many other things like cooking, riding a motorcycle. It can even be in reading a book. I know, crazy, right? But the weaker your neural connections get, it's not like they say it's like riding a bike you'll never forget. Well, yeah, you will never forget. But the next time you try to ride a bike you're going to have to regain your balance again. But why do you think it's so important to learn about neuroplasticity? There are many reasons about it. Number 1, knowledge. Knowledge is really important for us, right? Neuroplasticity helps us learn things like ABCs, 1 2 3s and even how to write simple paragraphs. Yup, it's like they say, sometimes even the brain needs a little help. And that's what neuroplasticity does. Neuroplasticity makes sure we know what these things, how to do these things once we learn them. So, without neuroplasticity, we won't be able to know any of these things or learn them. Memory. Neuroplasticity is also related to memory. You know that our memories are stored in the brain and it chooses which ones where to put it. But neuroplasticity helps us how to remember too. It doesn't only make our memories. Neuroplasticity helps us remember how to put on your shoes, how to play hide and seek, and even the name of the person you met yesterday. If you only had a brain and no neuroplasticity, well, it would be kind of hard to remember these things. It would be like the brain storing everything in short-term memory. Growth mindset. A growth mindset is a mindset where you know that your uh well you know brain is able to grow some more and learn some more. 
Neuroplasticity helps you have a growth mindset. So you can approach challenging challenges with confidence and preparation. With a growth mindset, you can tackle hard challenges without even worrying about them. And motivation. Neuroplasticity motivates you to do a good job in life. It motivates you to go on the challenging paths in life so that you can succeed, do well and have a growth mindset. Which, now that we've learned, is really important. If you still don't think or know what a growth mindset is, well, soon I'm going to tell you about two types of mindsets. Growth mindsets and fixed mindsets. But what are the causes and effects of neuroplasticity? Like, for example, you probably know the cause and effect of how to break an egg. The cause is you drop an egg and the effect is it breaks open. But what are the causes and effects of neuroplasticity? The first cause is learning. We all know our brain is able to learn because of neuroplasticity and that we are able to learn and remember our things because of neuroplasticity too. But is there any other effect of this way that neuroplasticity helps us? Well, there kind of is. Adaptation. What's adaptation though? You might have heard of it, you might have not. Adaptation is when our brain, we, and even animals adapt to harsh weathers or all of those things. Like one example of adaptation is hibernating. Bears hibernate in the winter. Another one is migrating. Butterflies, instead of hibernating, migrate in the winter and then come back in spring. So... Basically, even our brain does adaptation, but we just don't notice it. By learning, our brain adapts to new things. So basically, when we learn, our brain knows how to do them and adapts to it. Like, if you know how to do math, and then, well, it's not like you'll ever forget because our brain adapts to it. Just like how bears adapt to their caves and forests. So, our brain adapts to new things like math or English or even other ones. Then our brain keeps the memories in long-term memories. So that we can remember for a long, long time. But none of this can be possible without neuroplasticity. Because it's what makes us learn and, well, you know, it's what makes us memory. So our brain would not be able to adapt without neuroplasticity. Isn't that interesting? Another cause is injury. Our brain can get injured in many ways, such as a stroke. But there are two types of neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity isn't a type, really. There are types in neuroplasticity. Functional plasticity and structural plasticity. Structural plasticity is the part of neuroplasticity which does the learning and memory. However, functional plasticity is when a part of the brain is damaged but functional parts take over. Recovery is the effect of injury because, you know, whenever we get injured, there's always a recovery. So, yeah, that me- that's the meaning of functional plasticity. So, functional plasticity is kind of like functional parts being a bandage over the damaged parts so that they can recover. Cool, right? Another cause is exercise. If you exercise, seriously, this is true. Research has shown to promote exercise neuroplasticity by increasing the production of growth factors. 
If you take exercise as a skill, the more you practice, not only do your muscles get stronger, but so do your neural network connections. An effect is skill learning. If you practice a skill more, the stronger and stronger the neural connections get. But as you know, if you stop completely for a long time, the weaker and weaker your connections get. So you wouldn't even have your favorite hobby if it weren't for neuroplasticity. Cool, right? Now, I told you that I would be talking about mindsets, right? Like, you know, those growth mindsets and fixed mindsets. Well, now I'm going to give you a little insight of what's the relationship between neuroplasticity and mindset. And is there even a relationship at all? Neuroplasticity and mindsets are quite similar if you look at it. For both of them consist of the brain adapting or changing. Every day. I know, it's seriously true. Our brain adapts and changes because of neuroplasticity every single day because we learn new things and we make new memories. A growth mindset is actually when you try harder challenges and study more. A growth mindset is when you believe you can learn more and you do learn more. It's true. A fixed mindset, on the other hand, is kind of the opposite of a growth mindset. It's a mindset which cannot grow, or at least you think you can't grow. So they call that a fixed mindset. You know and think certain things and you don't change your mind. You say, I will not be able to do this. And will is a really strong word. So if you can't change, I mean, you, your chances are you can't. A growth mindset will help you achieve, boost confidence and take off like a speeding rocket. On the other hand, a fixed mindset will lower your confidence and land that rocket. But both of these mindsets wouldn't be possible without neuroplasticity. Now, let's dive in into another question. What is a fixed and growth mindset? So, I told you a little bit, and I mean a tiny bit of fixed and growth mindsets. But there's actually a lot more to it. A fixed mindset is when you think you cannot improve new skills. And people with a fixed mindset avoid challenges. They see mistakes as limitations, not opportunities. And they don't think they will be able to do hard challenges because they think they might fail. They keep limitations to what they do. And they take, they do and take the easy path in life. So, seriously, no challenges in life? This is what fixed mindset people have in life? Weird, right? Because we all love challenges. People with a fixed mindset give up before they even try. You have to try before you give up. You shouldn't even give up. Like how growth mindset people do. A growth mindset is when you know you can improve. And people with a growth mindset always do challenges. They see mistakes as opportunities to learn and improve. They never think about failure. If they see something they want to do, they do it, alright? And at least they try it. They say there is no such thing as failure. Only mistakes. And mistakes are a way to improve and learn more. They always have a positive attitude towards everything. They dive into the challenges in life. Literally dive in, like swimming or something like that. And fly like a shooting star. 
people with a growth mindset see their chances and never ever give up so have you learned anything of course you've learned about neuroplasticity but you also learned to never give up and keep trying so remember the next time you learn something like what i said in this podcast and remember remember neuroplasticity is in action bye see you next time stay tuned